we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Let's get into the word. There is a word from the Lord today. Amen. Adamandbeliever.com forward slash a good report. Look at somebody and say a good report. A good, a good report. We're going to jump right into this. Did I, I say everything? Okay. With all that is going on in the world, we must hold fast to what we truly know and believe. Amen? Amen. If you want a good report, you got to hold fast. Now, you do know that you're going to give an account of the life that you're living right now. That's what the Bible says. You're going to give an account. So, you want to get good marks. Amen? Yeah, yeah, they don't whoop kids no more for bad marks. We got whoopings for bad marks. Like, you got whooped for lack of intelligence. <laughs> when I was growing up, I think that's child abuse. But my whoopings didn't come because I wasn't smart. I just, they knew I was up to something when I should have been doing something else. That's what them beatings was for. Amen. But we got whoopings for bad report cards. Remember you used to just, like, delay going in the house with it? I remember one time I got an eraser and tried to change a grade. It was so ugly. And I really thought she was going to accept it. No, mama, I didn't fail. It's a good grade. And it, well, it wasn't even the grades. It was the citizenship. <laughs> I was probably the only person with good grades and flunking out in behavior. Something was wrong with me. <laughs> And so I would try to change it. They used to have ends and U's. Remember, unsatisfactory, needs improvement, satisfactory, and then excellent. Never saw an E. That was Tanya's report card, the E's. Never saw the E. Andrea was always borderline, like, satisfactory, satisfactory. Mine. In, 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 in. In, in. Needs improvement, and then a phone number after the end. Call me. <laughs> and my daddy would come home, park card day, and I'd just get a whooping. So we was messing around, and time I was like, man, if I change this grade with the pen, she's gonna know. So then we got real smart, start cutting good grades off of report cards, pasting them on the report card, and then running copies. Start charging for it. <laughs> we start charging like $80. For all A's. But we would warn them now when the transcript come to your house. So you better watch the mailman. I mean, I, you know, when I was in, when I was a senior high school, I mean, I, the FBI, I was in trouble with the FBI and stuff. I had a problem. But God, look at God. He used it. He used that inquisitive nature. He did. He took what was trash <laughs> and used it for his glory. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, 
all that is going on in this world, we must hold fast to what we truly know and believe. And that was the beauty of it. All the fool I was acting, all the craziness I was acting, I was just out there. And God got my attention. Woke me up one night and came into my room and told me, I have something for you to do called me out of my body and took me all over this world. I saw the crowds that I preached to for the last 20 years, took me, showed me all of them and said, I have something for you to do. And brought me back, put me in my body. I got out of the bed, got on my knees and gave my life to the Lord. Look, somebody like, wait a minute. He, you, I, I can't explain it. But I gave my heart to him that night because when he showed me what it was, I said, yes. Rest don't matter. Nothing else has mattered since. I'm going to do whatever he tells me to do. Amen? Amen? Amen. Folk come up to you, you know, folk, ain't nobody, can't nobody convince me I'm not called. Because I remember that. I remember it vividly. God calling me that way. And I was acting a fool the day before, acting a fool the night I went to bed. And God called me. He was like, stop acting a fool because I have something for you to do. Amen. 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 Titus 1 and 9. Holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers or the people, the doubters or the people that are talking against it. You'll be able, if you hold fast, you'll be able by sound doctrine to exhort and even convince some of the gainsayers. Amen? So we look at somebody and say, hold fast. You got to hold fast to what you truly know and believe. I told y'all, this is what they're coming after. What you truly know and believe. They believe if they can change your DNA, they can change your mind. They can change your mind about God. It's working on a lot of them. Folks believe crazy stuff now. They're making God and the Bible, I mean, they're making it racial. They're tying Christianity to racist white evangelicals. Well, they're calling them racist white evangelicals. Let me clarify. I'm not calling white evangelicals racist. That is the stigma that's been put on them because of the Trump administration and all that went down. They did that on purpose. They did all of that on purpose to make Negroes hate Christ. They tied Christianity, evangelicals, and conservatism to an administration that was deemed racist. So that makes black folks throw the Bible away and call it the white man's Bible. Well, you know the name of the black people's Bible? It's called the Book of the Dead. It's an Egyptian book. I ain't read no Book of the Dead. I'm doing just fine with the, the Bible. Amen? 
Because I believe the Bible is the word of God and the Bible ain't talking about color. So why am I talking about color? Why am I talking about racism and the Bible isn't racist? Well, but in the Bible they had slaves. What about slavery? Well, Negroes had slaves in the Bible. Negroes enslaved God's people in the Bible. Made God mad in the Bible. What color you think Nebuchadnezzar and all them folks were in Babylon? Who did they have in bondage? Don't come judging stuff with incomplete history. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but the critical race theory says that the white man believes they're superior and they went and colonized all of Africa and they, and they, 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 they enslaved the blacks in Africa and then tribe after tribe after tribe, they just conquered them and conquered them. You know why they was able to conquer all the tribes? Because the tribes weren't doing them but fighting each other. If they had all got together, same color, same... Uh-oh. Because that's a pretty big continent. Am I right, Michelle? It's pretty big over there, ain't it? It's pretty big. I just don't think a boatload of Europeans is going to come over there running stuff. Unless everybody over there. As a matter of fact, you almost have to be in cahoots with those Europeans and making deals with them for your own color. I preach in here. I don't want to hear that stuff. Just turning these kids against each other. Making a child grow up thinking that they're in some kind of deficit. Because the white man is privileged and they don't have those privileges. So they they stop liking a color off the bat. Because they believe something is wrong with them. And they're holding them back. We don't believe that in here. We believe all things are possible to those that believe. And whatever God decides to do with us, nobody can stop it. No matter what color you are, no matter who's in front of you, if God says it, it will be done. As long as my life matters to God, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You can't put a roadblock in front of what God wants me to do because you're not greater than God. Well, what about the underprivileged? They need to get saved. Because if you get saved, all things are possible to him that believes. Amen. Amen. Ooh, all of that on the first bullet. Let's keep going. (laughs) We must have faith in God and understand how faith in him changes our circumstance. So if you want your circumstance to change, have faith in God. Amen. Amen. Quit reading all the get help books and all the philosophy and psychology and the new age wisdom and getting woke and getting knowledge and I'm so sick of woke folks oh will you go back to sleep I'm so sick of woke negroes negroes go to sleep see it was not me in my mouth go back to sleep 
just woke or just got woke and now the earth is flat. Just got woke and oh, the white man. And just every, just woke. Ooh, I hate it. I, and I hate when they call me woke. Oh yeah, brother, you woke. No, I'm not. <laughs> right, I just want to lay down and go to sleep right there. Brother, you woke. Then they send me the woke stuff. You know, they, they, they send it to me on the social media. Stuff. I send it, you got to check this out. Check that. Now, excuse the cussing. I'm not excusing the cussing. If it's cussing, I'm not watching it. Don't ask me to excuse no foolishness. If foolishness is in it, then it's foolish. Now, now, excuse the part where you're talking about commit and, the, and the, you know, and the Egyptian. Now, not that part, but this other part. What? I'm not, why do I have to watch that when God has saved Holy Ghost filled preachers that he's putting his word in? Why don't I listen to a preacher of the gospel that knows the Bible? Do you think the Bible is the only source of knowledge? It's the only source of knowledge I need. Yeah, I have an education. Yeah, I understand education and all that. But at the end of the day, I'm believing what God wrote. And I'm believing God's men that's preaching his gospel. You hear no crazy dude that ain't eight in four or five days telling me something cussing and teeth falling out. Brother, I don't need to hear him. Feel with the Holy Ghost, bro. The Holy Ghost will lead me to the word. Oh, the hand clap standing because they sitting up watching everything. Everything. These dudes in the witchcraft believe in other gods, false gods. Man, if you don't believe in the true and living God, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Brother, you don't understand. Jesus went to Egypt and he studied under one of the... I ain't found that in the Bible, Elder. Woke. I'm preaching in here. Amen, and don't be woke in here. We ain't a woke church. We believe in the power of God in here. Don't you be inviting people over and trying to awaken them? Woke church. We don't mix that stuff in here. We don't mix race stuff. We don't. We ain't mixing none of that in in with the gospel because it's. I don't read it in there. Amen. Don't clap. Just don't come back. How about that? Well, we must have faith in God and understand how faith in Him changes. Our circumstance. So no matter what your life looked like before you got the faith, and I just gave you the testimony of mine, my life looked like I looked like I just was crazy and I felt like nobody wanted me. I felt like my life didn't mean anything until I got faith in God. After he called me, I put my faith and trust, I took it out of my own hands and I put it in his. And I say, You got this, God. I want whatever you want. Whatever that means, that's what I want. Amen. When it's time for a wife, God, I don't know how to do this. So he brought the one I needed. I had to get her. 
Amen. Uh-oh. That's a whole other sermon right there. Somebody waiting on something. Boy, please. I got the Noah. I figured out, yeah, this going to work right here. So, God, yeah, I want that one. Amen. Men, you got to make that decision. Don't be waiting on God to make it for you. God is like, look, <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> look, somebody, wait a minute. I thought that the matches were made in heaven. What did you think that God said in heaven? There is no marriage. If there's no marriage in heaven, how'd your match get made there? Am I preaching in this house? You better take a chance. You better take a chance. Did you take a chance to let her? You took a chance. Did you take it? You took a chance, didn't you? Did you take a chance? Did, did you take a chance? You took a chance. That's what marriage is. You take a chance. If you don't take a chance, you won't get married. Am I preaching in this house? Oh no, I'm preaching in this house. Oh! gotta take a chance well he well she don't I don't you better take a chance you ain't smart enough to make that work you don't know how to make incompatibility compatible your boss come to you and give you a problem to solve and you sit there oh yeah I got this because you getting paid I, I oh yeah I can do this now it's a little difficult oh no no I got trust me I got it then a man or woman come, I mean, I don't, I know I'm preaching. I know, don't you come to me, man, you are men in here know better. Don't you come to me, oh, I, I just don't know what to do no more. Well, then if you don't know what to do, ain't nothing gonna get done, bro. That's your problem. I, I married this. I'm good over here. When I don't know what to do, I go figure it out. Hero. I mean. I know I'm preaching in here. I don't know how I got there from here. So let me get on back. But we got to have faith and understand how faith in him changes our circumstance. Amen. It changes your circumstance. Faith in him. Mark 11 and 23. And Jesus answered, saying unto them, have what? Faith in God. Your faith in God changes your circumstance. Amen. And I'm going to say this, and you know, y'all going to answer, and and you'll be okay if you answer. But how many of you got married, and I mean, it just wasn't working until God fixed it? Yeah. And it's not going to work until God fixes it. So look at somebody say, have faith in God. So funny, you know, here you might have married somebody crazy, but God can fix it. You show up in places, people see you with him, they be like, oh, okay, you married him, huh? Okay, you be like, what? 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 God to get a hold of his heart and change him. Look at somebody and say, have faith in God. Faith in God. Amen. Or her. 
Amen. And she could have been a Jezebel witch. God pulled, I, I mean, God just took all that away from her. Now she's just sweet. <laughs> Cooking for you. Amen. Women, y'all still okay with cooking, right? Cooking for your man. You cook for your man, right? Oh, hush, Cleveland. I mean, my goodness. I'm not even looking over there. You just hush, elder. I can rebuke the elder in the church. You hush. <laughs> But many of us were rejected, thrown away, left for dead by those that persecuted us. But it's by faith in God that we're able to stand today. So when those folks do see you and be like, ooh, they're looking at somebody totally different. Because your faith in God changed everything. So yeah, you can reject me. You can throw me away. You can leave me for dead. You can persecute me. But you can't change my faith. My faith in God keeps me. It sustains me. It's why I'm here. Second Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. We are troubled on every side. Yet we're not what? Troubled on every side. Yet we're not distressed. We are perplexed. We don't know all the answers. But we're not in despair. Because we know the answer is coming. Persecuted, but not forsaken. They can cast us down, but guess what they can't do, Jay Bryant? They can't destroy us. Look at somebody and say, we still here. Look at somebody and say, we still here. The people of God used in the Bible were not chosen because they were good people. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> they weren't chosen because they were good people, but were made into good people by what? Their faith. When God called me, I wasn't a good person. But he made me into a good person by faith. I had faith that he could undo all the foolishness I had done. I had faith. And here's the thing, if he called me and he's God, then he must have been okay with my future. He knew something I didn't know. And because he's Alpha and Omega, I decided to trust what he knew instead of what I knew. So I took all the stuff I thought I wanted to be and I handed it to him because I know he knows who I should be. Acts 26 and 14. This is the story of Saul who became Paul after this ordeal. But the Bible says he was on the road to Damascus. And when we were all fallen to the earth after they heard the loud sound. Or the, saw the flashing light that knocked them down to the ground. He said we were all fallen to the earth. And I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue. Saul saw that's very important the Hebrew tongue. God speaking to him in a language he could understand. Met him where he was. 
He said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And most people don't even understand what the pricks are. The pricks are exactly what they sound like. Pricks are prods. So they had these oxen, or these oxen, they needed to steer these ox, oxen, so they used what they called a gourd. And that gourd was a stick with a metal tip, spear tip at the end. And they would prick it to make it go in certain directions. So when they needed it to go right, they would prick it on the right, and it would fill it, and it would turn. And they kept doing that. But sometimes the ox got tired of the pricks and tried to kick where the pricks were coming from. So they were kicking against being directed. And this is what Saul was doing. He was kicking against being directed by Christianity. The Christianity had started, so he's fighting against God trying to direct him. God said, man, you're kicking against the pricks. What are you doing? I'm trying to lead you into what you're supposed to be doing, and you're fighting against me. Faith takes what is not and makes it into what should be. This is the same man that killed Christians or was guilty of being at the site where they were being killed. Looking for Christians to persecute. And God took his life and made it into who he should be because he put his faith where? In God. Those elders in the word that uh, received a changed life, the Bible says, because of their faith. So God didn't call anybody that was already where they were supposed to be. He called them and made them what they were supposed to be. By their faith. Hebrew 12 and 2. For by it, the elders did what? Attained, obtained a good report. By what? By faith. By faith, they obtained a good report. But without faith, they would have just lived their lives being whoever they thought they should be. When we focus too much on our past and allow people to constantly remind us of who we were. Why are you around people that's constantly reminding you of who you were? That person that see you walk up and be like, oh, who, you married him? I'd be like, oh, we going this way. I'm not going to go up to him and be like, hey, what's your, what, what's your Instagram? Bruh, I'm not that person anymore, so we don't have nothing in common. Amen. Brother, you don't want to go juke at the juke joint no more. Brother, I don't juke no more. Can't be saved juking. Juking me, you're just, just juking. Gyrating and juking. Pop locking and folk be in the club like the club is the bomb. Have y'all ever noticed that? But you know why they really in that? To try to forget what's outside of the club. Responsibility. They go in the club, get drunk, hollering, yelling, jumping on everything, jumping up against folk. Fall, just everything. And they got to go right back home and pay them bills that they can't afford. I'd much rather come in church and have fun. Amen. I'd rather lift my hands and praise the Lord because I know if I'm praising the Lord, then I'm on the right side. Because when I leave out of here, the Lord's going with me. 
Amen. When I spread my bills out, the Lord is sitting right there with me. See, some of y'all don't have that. See, you don't have a testimony because you got away from the Lord with your bills. You took your bills somewhere where God wouldn't, he, he don't go over there. I made sure. I was like, when I sit down with my bills, I need the Lord. I need the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. All them. I don't need three. I don't need one. I need them all in three. In that, in that form. <laughs> I want the Lord with me with my bill paying. I'm going to have to check my blood pressure on the first. Can't sleep on the night of the 31st. (laughs) Amen. But when we focus too much on our past and allow people to constantly remind us of who we were, we begin to lose faith in who God is making us. So the more nay say you keep around you, the more the say is nay. Everybody gonna get that in a little bit. Yeah, you keep naysay around, you gonna be saying nay. I don't understand. I don't keep naysay around me. Yeah, you better get over your insecurities where you feel like you have to have those friends. That's insecurity. You got somebody fighting against you in your life and you want them there? Man, you finding all your friends on the island of misfit toys. Like Rudolph. Remember he landed on that island and something was wrong with all the toys. Dog didn't have an arm. Little dog didn't have teeth. Remember that? Little, Little cow couldn't give milk. They all on the island and we'll be your friend Rudolph. Yeah, they won't play with any games with me. Because of my nose. They like, look at us. We got stuff wrong too. <laughs> then the heat miser came around and called up. Remember him? He's famous <laughs> for that haircut. They too young. They, they don't know the heat miser. Somebody googling right now. Who is the heat miser? <laughs> if you came with your hair uncombed, that was the going joke, brother. You look like the heat miser, cause his hair was all over his head. Remember that? <laughs> remember that Herman? You remember that? That was a fights took fights broke out at school. You call me what? The heat miser. Yeah, but you on the island of misfit friends. You're only friends with them because y'all just misery loves company. Man, I don't want my phone to ring and somebody just bring me down all the time. Man, phone ring. Hello? Yeah. It's me. I mean, it is a digital phone, so I know who it is. doing it again. Hmm, same thing he's been doing for like four years. He's doing it again, huh? Surprise. Yeah, I just don't know what to do. I mean, I need somebody that's just gonna have faith in God. I mean, come on. Now, I mean, I know we go through stuff, and sometimes we need to talk it through and all that, but every day, something gotta be right sometimes. 
just draining my battery, man. You know, you can't wait for somebody else to call so you can get them off the phone. Is that anybody else? Says, oh, oh, wait, I, hey, I gotta take this. I gotta take this. Okay, I gotta take this. And I'm leaving the country. I'm leaving the country. <laughs> I'll let you know when I get back. <laughs> oh, and I'm changing my number too. <laughs> Philippians 3 and 13. Bro, and I'm kind of, I'm the type, I'm honest. I just tell them, I'm like, look, bro, I, 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 every time you call this something. So, I mean, when are you going to get this together? Hey, I'll do it. I don't care. Get on Facebook, talk about me. Just get in line. But I tell them, I say, bro, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't do this. My life is good. I'm happy. <laughs> Somebody emailed me one time and said, every time you say you happy, you yell and frown. I am happy. That's just the way I express myself. <laughs> and quit picking at me and freezing the screen and everything and checking out my jaw bones and stuff. Brother, <laughs> I assure you I'm happy. <laughs> Amen. I'm happy. God has blessed me with everything he promised. Everything he promised. Amen. Well, where is Jonathan? Jonathan had a birthday. He's 15 years old. Just one of the coolest dudes ever. Just cool. Cool kid. Thank God for him. Philippians 3 and 13. Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended. This is what Paul is saying. But this one thing I do. So let me go back. When we focus too much on our past and allow people to constantly remind us of who we were, we'll start losing faith in who God is making us. So this was Paul. People kept reminding Paul of who he was. Everywhere he would go. Oh, here comes that murderer. Oh, here comes a dude that was murdering the Christians. Remember I told you the story? When he was on the ship, saved all those people. As soon as he got out, got bit by a snake. Uh-oh, he's going to die because he killed all the people. They wouldn't let him forget what he had done. So this is Paul's remedy for that. He said, I don't count myself to have apprehended I don't believe I've, I'm, I'm doing everything right right now. He said, but this one thing I do, forgetting what? Those things which are what? Behind me. He didn't say forgetting some of them. He said forgetting those things which are behind me. Folk, remember your past better than you remember it. I'm like, brother. And Paul said, I'm forgetting those things which are behind. And I'm reaching forth unto those things which are where? Before. God created what is seen by the word of faith. He spoke it and it came to be. Everything you see, he spoke and it came to be. Before his word of faith, nothing looked like what it would become. The Bible said, the spirit of the Lord moved upon the waters while the earth was void. It didn't look like it was going to end up looking like once he spoke the word of faith. The word of faith changed what it looked like into what God wanted it to look like. Amen? Hebrews 11 and 3, through faith we understand that the world's 
were framed by what? The word of God, so that things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. So he spoke it and framed the world with his word. This same faith is what we must have in order to become what is not yet seen. You got to let the Lord speak a word over you. If you keep focusing on who you used to be, you'll never become who you're supposed to become. Amen. But you got to let the word speak it. And you got to believe it. When God showed me what I'd be doing, I believed it. I believed it. Yeah, that was before I was married. I think the first person I told about that was my mom. And I told her about it happening to me and all of that. I, but I believed it. And my mom would always say, well, you know God has always had something for you. You know, he just... It's just, you're just different. God is going to always, you know, she, in spite of all the teachers that called her, she never lost faith. My daddy did. He did. But, <laughs> nah, he didn't. They never did. I mean, they just, and so when I told her that, she was like, I knew it. I mean, I just knew something was special. That's why you're my favorite kid. But this same faith is what we must have in order to become what is not yet seen. <laughs> I do have a microphone. Can you argue, Tanya? I have the mic. <laughs> Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of what? Things hoped for and the evidence of what? So the same faith that God used to frame the world is the faith we have to have to become what is not yet seen. You ever get sick of how you are right now? You know how you change that sickness of who you are right now? Have faith that it will change. Every situation. On your job, you sick of that demonic boss. But God allowed that boss to be there to test you. To see if you would stay saved on your job. If you stay saved, he'll get a mysterious, or she'll get a mysterious phone call from the corporate office and say, you know what, we're moving you to another location. Am I telling the truth, Jeff? I done talked to so many brothers and sisters in here with the exact same problem, and I tell them, I said, no, 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 don't you quit. Don't you quit that job. You stay there and act like God wants you to act. And watch God move that out the way. Amen. I pray the same prayer at ABC. I love everybody equally. I love you. But when I know you're trifling and I know the devil is in your chest, I just pray the prayer. God, oh God, oh Lord now. Time's up. God said, no, 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 no. No, no. Let, let, let me test your love. Let me allow that situation to test your love for them. And so what do we do? We do for them. Bless them. Help them. What do you need? Buy stuff. We do whatever for them. And they still take the knife. <clears throat> and then God just says, you know what? Okay, now it's time for them to go. Yeah. But we passed the test. 
I ain't let nobody make me flunk. You ain't making me mad enough to flunk the test. Amen. That's faith. You got to apply faith to everything. You're not getting along in your marriage. It takes faith. Did you love them before? Yeah. What did you get to love them again? Faith. Oh, look at the hand clasp. But what happened when the faith don't work? Then you ain't saved. But I prayed and it didn't work. Like there's an expiration date on prayer. Like prayer is a jug of milk or something. Brother, you better keep praying. And you're probably praying with something in your heart that shouldn't be. Amen. But you got to use faith. And you got to put this faith into action right now. Oh, well, they making everybody get the jab or the job. If I don't take it, they're going to give it. Have faith. Do you have faith? Have faith. Have faith. Look at somebody and say, have faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's what you're hoping for, but you don't see it. That's faith. If you have to see it first, it's not faith. God is looking for you to pass a test. What are you going to do this time? Every other time you quit. Every other time you give up. Every other time you throw in the towel. What are you going to do this time? Will you have faith this time? What are you going to do when they line Christians up to kill them? If that ever happens here in America, what are you going to do? Because it's definitely happening overseas. Because we believe and do not allow naysay to change it, we receive the promise from God. The promise of who we, will, who we will become is according to what? Our faith. That's why you can't get mad at nobody. That's why you can't, they can't get mad. You can't get mad at the white man. Because you are who you are according to your faith. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can't get up here and preach no black, white, that's any preacher preaching that, he need his license revoked. Because it's not about that. It's according to your faith. Are you going to preach faith? No matter what the circumstance, no matter what the obstacle, do you have faith? My faith can overcome it, no matter what it is, because I have faith. White man can't stop nothing, black man can't stop nothing. We all talking about the white man, the black folk crazy. Have you seen them? That's the most racist group in America. Negroes. Crazy. You didn't try to blame somebody for their craziness. Yeah, robbing, stealing, and killing, and then when the police come, see? Ain't nobody with a criminal record, no spokesperson for me. Brother, you got a criminal record, you ain't speaking for me. Oh, look at the hand claps right here. I mean, but there's that. Nah, bro. You wanted in all the states leading a protest. Come on, y'all. We tired of this. No, I'm tired of you. Trifling. You trifling, man. 
always in trouble. <laughs> but because we believe and do not allow naysay to change it, we receive the promise from God. The promise of who we will become. Look at somebody and say, the promise of who I will become is according to my faith. I don't know if y'all are grasping this. We are in here. We're Christians. We're a church. We believe in the power of God. We believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. We believe that Jesus paid it all. And we believe that we can do all things through him that strengthened us. We believe that our life isn't ours, so it's directed by him. So how can someone stop it? How can someone stop it? Look at somebody and say, how can somebody stop you? If God is for you, who can be against you? Man. Romans 1 and 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from what? Faith to faith. And as it is written, the just shall what? Live by faith. Summary. Amen. You must have faith to receive a good report. Did you hear that? You must have faith to what? Receive a good report. Now, if you don't believe, I can't help you. And if you don't believe, you're in the wrong church. And if you don't believe, leave me alone. But if you believe, then you can get a good report. Because you have to have faith to get a good report. Without faith, my report is terrible. Without faith. Because I done done some stuff. Without faith. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't perfect. So without faith, I'd fail. But by faith, I can get a good report. See, the report is the end of your faith. The report is the end of your faith. It's like a test being graded by God. But it's a test that you do not have to take without the answers. Yeah. Remember when the teacher would say, oh, it's an open book test. Riasha. <laughs> See, that's why you got them ends in your report card. Go to the office. <laughs> Don't stop my praise, teacher. Don't you stop my praise. Somebody crazy. <laughs> you crazy in school. You crazy in school. Just think if they had had like video and stuff back when we was at school. I would have been, oh, I'd have millions and millions of views if they had taken my foolishness. But it's a test that you do not have to take without the answers. You have the Bible open the entire time you are testing. And the answers are what? All there. The answers are all there. Y'all ready for some answers? Abel offered a better sacrifice because of what? His faith. His faith in God was so strong that, it, that even his blood testified of it. That's what the Bible said. The Bible said his blood in death testified of God's faith. 
That's what Cain was mad about. Enoch walked with God and never saw death. He walked right out of this realm because he believed the stories that Adam told and received the witness of it by faith. I'm sure Adam spread the stories of how he walked with God in the garden and in that realm that he walked with God in the realm of Eden. I know he told everybody that story, but everyone didn't hear it like Enoch heard it. Enoch heard it and mixed it with faith. He's like, oh, you walk with God in another realm? I mean, can you imagine living while the first man is living? So we don't even think of that stuff. You can just walk right up the street and talk to a man that was not born of a woman. So I'm sure Enoch was getting all the details. Okay, now, and then he did what? And then he what? How did he do that? What? And the Bible said he began to walk with God until he walked into that same realm. Out of our dimension. He did not let Cain's family, because remember Cain's family is brewing too. That's the naysay. He didn't let that family divert him or persuade him to doubt. He's like, no, I'm going to walk with God. And I'm not going to stop walking by faith. He believed that he could walk with God in another realm just as Adam did. Noah walked by faith believing that God would judge those that were mixing species and DNA and defiling God's creation like they're doing now. The Bible said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. They're doing exactly what they did then. See, they just found a new skull. I put that on Twitter the other day. They just found a new species. A new human species. So they were doing all this mixing. Angels coming down, mixing with humans and defiling God's creation. And even in Enoch's account, he talks about how they were mixing with animals. The DNA. Making those chimeras. Half animal, half human All of these creations, all the stuff they're doing there in China. He kept his family perfect from the abominations of that time and was called upon to save humanity. Why did God call upon him to save humanity? Because he had what? Faith. The Bible said it was by faith he built the ark. God told him it's going to rain, build an ark. Had to be faith because it had never rained before. He prepared for the end and saw redemption. All by what? Faith. Faith. One more. By faith, Abraham walked away from everything for the hope of all things. Can you do that? Can you walk away from everything for the hope of all things? God spoke it and he did it without hesitation. He had to prove to God that he would give up all for him in order to receive all from him. So he had to give it all up to receive all. He did it all by what? Faith. Even though his wife conceived in her doubt, he was able to cover her lack of faith with his faith. 
Oh, they don't like that part. Yeah, she in there laughing. Oh, you know I'm a hundred. Whoa, whoa. Abraham had to cover her. She crazy. She in there laughing. She don't believe God can do it. So he covered her. Her covered her lack of faith with his faith. He believed that God would do what he said. He stumbled as we all do. Stumbled with Hagar, whatever, and had to, you know, went his way to try to do it, try to help. I'm going to help God out with a younger woman. This might work faster. <laughs> that was actually Sarah's idea. She crazy. Then she got mad about it later. <laughs> Bringing that girl over here. Wait, wait, wait. Bringing that girl over here. You brought the girl over here. I mean, all in my face. What you doing, Abraham? All in my face. You broke, you said what? You know what God said? You should have listened to me. Because you know she crazy. Remember, she the one laughed when the angel of the Lord said something. She laughed. So you know not to listen to her. She ain't rap too tight. But he stumbled as we all do, but continued to have faith. They didn't change his faith. He kept his faith. Even when he was commanded to sacrifice his son, he believed God would raise him up again. Look, I don't have no problem sacrificing him because God is Alpha and Omega beginning and the end. All power belongs to him. So just as he gave me the child, if I take the child's life, he can put life right back in him. We must continue to have faith in this time. We must believe until it. Look at somebody say believe until it happens. Whatever it is. Your relationship, your job, your family. Whatever it is, believe until it happens. We must not allow naysay and doubt us to hinder us. Will you quit talking to them? We cannot allow the news and the media to persuade us. Have you accidentally just left a channel on the news during the day and, and watched what the... It's unbelievable. Oh, there's a variant out now and people just, oh, the variant and the variant and the variant. Where is it from? Oh, it's from India. The variant from India and it's just killing folk. So my friends in India, you know, I hear them up. I was like, uh, how's the variant doing over there? Variant? There's no variant over here. But our news is showing India going crazy. Y'all remember that? Folk just fighting and smoke bombs and just dying in the street and from killing all that. He said, yeah, you know what that is? He said, they're trying to vaccinate villagers. And villagers don't have smartphones. So villagers don't know what they're trying to do. So you show up with a bunch of needles trying to inject folks that don't even have technology. You got a war. We cannot allow the news and the media to persuade us. They lie. Ooh, they lying. Man. We must have faith in this hour to receive a what? Good report when Jesus comes for us. Keep the faith, people of God. The end is near, and we will be what? Victorious in the end. Everyone stand to your feet. Oh, now this, this is one of my favoriteest 
Woo! Passages right here. My goodness. So the Hebrew writer starts out after he talked about all the men I just talked about. And then he says, what shall I more say? For the time would fall me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and David also and Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. What? Others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder. They were tempted. They were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. They did all of this. And they didn't even receive the promise. And God having provided some better thing for us. That they without us should not be made perfect. They did all of this for us. For us. So that we could receive the promise. They died to keep the promise coming. For us. God has provided some better thing for us. The promise is for us. Everyone bow your heads. Through all the things that they went through, they did not receive what we're able to receive. No one can stop what God has for you. Don't fall for it. Don't believe it. Don't give in to it. What God has for you, no man can stop. With your heads bowed, Father God, I pray right now, and I'm not calling anyone up because I'm praying for the entire congregation, God, that in this last hour, we will realize what was provided for us, what has been done for us, all those that gave their lives, Father God, to stand. All of those, Father God, that faced fiery darts. They faced lions. They faced uh, murderers. They faced persecution to the highest level. All of those, Father God, that stood proxy for us to make way for a better thing to come to us. God, we thank you, Lord, that that cloud of witness. Witnesses did their job to stand for us. And right now we pray that we would have courage to stand. Give us the faith we need to stand like they stood. Give us, Father God, the determination to stand like they did. Father God, give us the strength to stand like 
they did. As we receive the promise and we will soon see your return, give us faith to believe. Take our faith out of what is being shown on TV, what is being shown on social media, what is being spoken by the lying news reports, what is being spoken by the elite, all of the wicked plans that they have. God, take those things out of our hearts and minds and help us to stand in this last hour by faith. Lift your hands up. God, give us faith to stand in this hour. Give us faith right now. Faith for our marriages. Faith for our homes. Faith for our future marriages. Father God, faith for for our jobs, for provision, finance, whatever it is. But most importantly, give us faith in you that your word is true in this hour and that you're going to keep us lifted during this time. Give us faith right now. God, give us faith to deal with our relatives. Deal with those that are gainsayers and naysayers. Father, give us faith to believe no matter what is told to us that we will stand in this last and evil day. And having done all to stand, we will stand, God, for you by faith in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And with your eyes closed right now, do something for me. Just with your eyes closed. Just picture yourself standing. Whatever that was, whatever it is that you consider great against you, whatever the trial, whatever the tribulation, whatever it is, picture yourself in your own mind standing. Standing. You've come this far. You've come this far and you're still here. Stand. See yourself standing the devil brought the big guns out in 2020 he did things he's never done before he brought the worst out but picture yourself in your own mind in your own heart standing standing by faith if you can see it and believe it you have faith for it so stand right now See yourself standing. And we'll continue to stand just like it, Lord. We'll continue to stand in this last hour. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, shake the person's hand next to you. Tell them, I believe by faith. And I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. If that's your husband or wife, tell them I'm going to stand with you. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stand with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and give God some more praise in it. Hallelujah. Come on, Elder. Hallelujah. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com. 